Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Welcome to episode 91 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is rest and the power of rest. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the not very well rested TB Markinson. Hello TB, how are you today? Hey now, hey now. I'm like really casually dressed. I'm, I'm like resting now. On the you, you are resting now. <laughs> True to her word, TB has turned up in more pajamas, but also this time there's a hint of pink in these ones too, everyone. But also this time, as well as pajamas, uh, she's got a very fetching headband on and a dressing gown. Oh, what? I don't wear gowns. What? A dressing gown. What do you call it in? Uh, what do you call it in the US? <laughs> I swear. I swear, it's like we don't speak the same language. It's called a robe. A I don't robe. Know. I don't know. Maybe dressing gown that does ring a bell for me. Maybe that's like the old-fashioned way of saying it here. But no, I just call it a robe. There you go. You see, when I say the word dressing gown, it does sound peculiar. But you know, that's what we call it. But what I'm taking from this is that you know, for something that you know is basically a, a item of slouchy loungewear around the house loungewear, it's either called a robe or a gown. It's very regal, isn't it? Is that just so we feel not so, so <laughs> Maybe. lazy? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Swish around the flat in your robe. Hello, everyone. You should put your head out the window and pretend you're the queen. I'm not putting my head out the window. Have you heard how bad our numbers are? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me about your week. All right. So this week has been uh, rather eventful on the work front. Um, I got Dagny back from the editor, and I have been going through the file addressing the issues. Thankfully, all the issues are just small potatoes, uh, but, you know, am I really supposed to be able to remember everyone's eye colour? I think not. No. And no one will notice that. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. And I swear, this whole process, every time I do it, I'm always amazed how the book is never really done. You just have a deadline. You just have a publication date that you scramble for. So, but the good news is um, I'm aiming for an early December release, so TikTok. I don't have a lot of time to fudge around. Do you know what I did yesterday? What? I did what every author's <clears throat> favorite thing to do is. I wrote the blurb. Oh, the blurb. How is the blurb? I hate blurbs. I hate the word blurb. <laughs> I hate writing blurbs. I hate everything about it. But um, I pinned it. I let it sit overnight. And then I'm going to, uh, what am I going to do to it? Finesse it. I'll try to finesse it a little <laughs> bit after this call. <laughs> In your... gonna, I don't think it's going to go well, considering. I don't know. Just swish around in your robe, uh, and, uh, you know, the power might come to you. All right. So another um, news. My, my holiday, I was on, a, like, a two-week holiday, which I didn't actually do. Um, I'm having a very hard time focusing, focusing this time, because um, I don't know if you noticed, uh, we passed a very terrible milestone in the U.S. yesterday. We have 250,000 dead. Our daily COVID numbers are through the fucking roof, and our politics are just a, a, a nightmare. Just a nightmare. Everything's a nightmare. So um, while I was on my so-called break, I was needing a, a release. I needed to go to my happy place, so I was spending an hour or so each day 
working on my London novella because that is my happy place, London, all the happy thoughts. So that helped me. I might have to take notes while you lecture me about taking rest. <laughs> it sounds like this episode is timely for you. I'm just having such a hard time blocking out all the negative these days. There's so much right now. There is. So much negative. There is. But, but we're all about the positives on Lesbians Who Write. No, not these days. <laughs> I haven't gotten out of my pajamas for days, Claire. <laughs> at, least you at least you've changed them. You know, I'm looking at the positives, TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't just sit around in stinky pajamas. I'll make myself ill. But um, on an audiobook front, I have some news. I finished uh, audio proofing Life and Bits. And, but I'm, I'm very confused by ACX these days. ACX is the um, Audible branch. Um, and they recently sent out an email to all of us saying, you know, we're very sorry if you submitted a book during this time. It's taking a significant amount of time to go through um, the quality control. So I have right now three books in quality control, Heart of Ice, One Golden Summer, and Life in Bits. Now, Heart of Ice, I submitted in early October. And it just moved to heading to retail. So it's not actually on sale yet, but it's heading to retail a month and a half later. Uh, One Golden Summer has been in uh, QC for an entire month. And no word on the movement there. Life and Bit, I just submitted like three, four days ago. It's already heading to retail. Oh my God. <laughs> what have they got against One Golden Summer? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is a relief because I was very nervous about uh, when I hit submit on Life and Bits because it has been taking so long. I'm like, motherfucker, is this going to release like on December 26th because it's a Christmas book? But um, even though it's heading to retail, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's actually going to be releasing because before all of this, I had a different book that was heading to retail for like three weeks. Three weeks. What magic buttons are they pressing on their end? There are no magic buttons in ACX at the moment. So I am in uh, real world hell, um, audiobook hell, and I'm trying to get a book done by the beginning of December. So no, no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> How about you? What's going on? Well, I um, have sort of, well, kind of released my book. So let's get a woohoo! Um, yes, uh, my official launch date is today as this podcast, no, tomorrow as this podcast goes out, so November the 24th, um, but uh, that is going out onto Kindle and Kindle Unlimited, um, so I decided to do a little pre-sale for those who don't want to buy on Kindle or well, yeah, just want to get the files and then read it on a device that's not a Kindle, so you could, they could buy it um, direct from my website. By the time this goes out, that sale will be over uh, so but the next three days it's going to be on so that's good um so it's kind of like yeah the book is launched and this week has been um very intense i'm not going to lie the, the whole finishing energy last week was a bit stressful because uh, i had a bit of a you know wobble about the book this week i'm feeling very good about the book so that's that's a relief um reading through the proof um so the one the one of the very last stages is to get it all typeset and then print out the book as it will look as a paperback book and then I read it cover to cover and just mark up and there's always quite a lot of things that I just tweak 
um, at this stage. But the good thing was I read it in two days and I really liked it. And I got all the feels and the lovely Christmas feels and shivers at the end, so that's a good sign. It is exhausting doing that, you know, isn't it? Uh, reading it on paper. And I, I always find it takes two days because I can't concentrate for... This This book is a bit, it runs a bit longer. It's about 75,000 words, so it's 5,000 words longer than my normal. Um, and I can't concentrate for that amount of time because reading it takes... Proofreading it takes slightly longer because you're really concentrating and then you have to stop and write notes and things. So I probably was working like four or five hours a day and it was it's intense. And I was so exhausted at the end of both days. Yes, I understand. But I love that your own book gives you all the feels. Yeah. My, my books don't do that. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Let's just get it done. Let's get it out there. <laughs> you know, even when I was thinking, oh, God, is this book all right? Will people like it? Uh, every time I read the last chapter in the epilogue, I was like, oh, Christmas feels. So, you know, every time. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the word from the art team? Uh, good. Yeah, very positive. So that's good. And they picked up a, a few good uh, points so that I've changed. So that was very um, thank you to my art team. Um, and so this week as well, I've been back and forth with my typesetter because I, I could just run it out from vellum for a print book, but I don't. I have a professional typesetter. This would make it the print book inside look all pretty, uh, but it does act to add, you know, a bit of an extra layer on top, but I think it's worth it. Talking of that, um, the vellum issue still isn't completely sorted, but I did get um, I did get it partially sorted, so I can use it now, but I just haven't hooked up my Dropbox to vellum yet. So it was a bit of emailing myself the files back and forth from my Mac interface to my PC interface. So, but I'm, I'm hoping to sort that out next week, but I thought, don't give yourself more stress this week. Uh, vellum is working, I can use it. So it's been a full on week, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. The book is launched and next week, well, after the official launch, I'm going to take a day off, have some rest. There you go. There you go. Oh, because Mac and Cloud hadn't upgraded to the latest Apple system, so uh, they hadn't got onto that. Anyway, they they got it sorted within like twenty four hours and gave me a new well forty eight hours gave me a new um, password and and account. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, because I ended up buying um, just a cheap used Mac that I use for travel because it's much smaller than the beast I work on, and so I I'm able to use Vellum on that. Oh, do you know what I did recently? I finally finally got Scrivener. Oh, didn't you have it? No, I hate it. I hate the concept of it. Mm. I hate being told I have to do something in a certain way. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I just hate that and I resist it. So, and what do you what do you think? For those who don't know, Scrivener is a writing software. It's okay. I, I mean, I'm still on the fence, but um, I, uh, I can't remember why I got it. There was a reason. There was a specific reason I got it. But now I can't remember. Well, but anyways, yeah. So I'm gonna try to join like the um, the the most professional indie authors do use Scrivener. So does this make me more professional now? Absolutely. Yeah. At least five percent more professional. Maybe even fifteen, seventeen. I use Scrivener. But I and still I... don't have to wear pajamas, right? I mean, I can still wear my pajamas while I write on Scrivener. No, I don't have to dress up for it. You just you just had ten percent taken off, actually. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Um, I, I use Scrivener. I wouldn't be without it. I like the drag and drop functionality. I like being able to see all the chapters in the in the folder on the side. So, so yeah. So today, this week's been a big week. Uh, I'm happy with my Christmas and mistletoe, and it's launched. Uh, so, hooray! 
I hope everyone else likes it. Um, Christmas movie watching. I've watched a few lame ducks this week, but do you know what? I've watched them anyway because, um, you know, it's just nice to have a Christmas movie on in the background. There's, even if the story is a bit lame, um, there's always nice crisp. There's always a gingerbread contest and there's always a Christmas tree lighting ceremony. There's always caroling. There's always snow, candy canes. Ah, oh, love it. Love it. Um, and next week. You need to dust up on Twitter. About what? Did you see the dust up on Twitter recently? About I think it was today about um, a fairy tale of New York. People are debating um, fairy tale of New York. Oh, the the um, the song. The song. Yes, yes. That 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 Twitter bust up happens every year. So, I saw it. How I, did I never notice it? I, I saw I it. Never it. <laughs> I saw it trending, and I was like, oh, we're we're at that stage of the year. That's nice. Um, Spurs update. The men I haven't been the men haven't been playing because it's been an international break, but the women have played twice, once in the league and once in the cup. Uh, we were two, we were one two one up, and we drew two two in the league to the bottom side, so that wasn't very good. And then last night we played Arsenal, who were much bigger and better side than us uh, in, on the female um, end because they've been you know they've just been established a lot longer and have better players. And we drew 2-2, which is a really good result for us. And then we lost 5-4 on penalties. And Alex Morgan, our big US si signing, was the one who missed the penalty and skied it. So, honestly, this team need a break. <laughs> <laughs> they need rest. They do need rest. What else have I been doing? Um, yeah, apart from that, apart from launching the book and watching Christmas movies, you know, we're, we're, we're on lockdown in the UK, so I really haven't been doing much else apart from going for my daily walk. And um, I, I did complete the seven days of sweat challenge uh, with Joe Wicks, which is like a 20 minute um, hit workout every day for seven days in a row. So that was good. And I've been doing this lockdown. Uh, my wife and I decided that we're going to try and lose some weight rather than the last one. We put on a bit of weight. So this one we're determined not to. So we've been eating healthily and um, not really drinking and doing hit exercises. So. Um, so that's good. I'm feeling like, you know, let's go. Yeah, I, I need to lose some uh, uh, COVID pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was one thing I was determined not to come out of this one any larger. So, uh, but it is, it's it's harder. This lockdown is harder because it's it's colder and darker. You know, the first time we were locked down, it was sunny. It was really nice weather. And so it was nice. We could go out in the, in the garden and have dinner and stuff. But now it's getting dark at four and it's cold so but we're trying to stay positive so comments comment <laughs> comments better than me <laughs> comments comment monitor what you got all right first that we have yana who said we had another funny and super informative podcast episode and also she approves of your pronunciation your german pronunciation of before you say i do so well done there oh thank you thank you yana we have malcolm now, Malcolm um, sent me an email, and Malcolm knows you because he has attended a couple of your talks, right? He does know me. Um, hello, Malcolm, if you're listening. Malcolm is a very lovely uh, fella. Malcolm can't thank us enough for all that we do for uh, the podcast. So it's fun, insightful, and inspiring. So thank you very much, Malcolm. And good job, Claire. You're just roping in more listeners all the time. <laughs> you and your networking. <laughs> and then we have a comment from... Jamie Moody, who I asked last week um, what people would think of your mango pineapple coconut cake because I said that sounded absolutely terrible. 
Jamie said it sounds delicious, and so if you ever make it, um, I'm going to give Jamie my slice. Okay. That's that's it for me for comments on this side. I got no comments. No love? No, no love anymore. Sad, isn't it? So with our uh, lack of comments, give us some comments, everyone. Make us feel loved. Well, me. Make me feel loved. Um, let's get on wait, to... Wait, wait, wait. Why don't I feel... Why can't I get love? Well, you are, You get the comments. You're the comment monitor. Yeah, they go to our joint email. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't ever go in there. But I don't know how to access that TV. You know, you get the love. I don't get the love. So sad. Yeah. Let's move on to our topic for the week, which is rest and the power of rest. Now, <clears throat> TB, would you like me to kick this one off? I would like you to define what you mean by rest. Okay. Well, funny you should ask. Because <laughs> I, I think there are different types of rest, right? I'm interested in this topic because uh, I've been thinking about it and I've been thinking that, you know, for instance, this year I had two holidays planned, two two-week holidays planned. Um, right now I should be in Canada in the US, but obviously I am not. So I, when I should have been in Mexico, I took those two weeks off, but I haven't taken these two weeks off and I should, you know, have another holiday because I had it planned. So I've been looking into it. And um, in his book, The Power of Rest, Matthew Edland describes four different types of rest, right? Mental, social, spiritual, and physical. So rest is very, uh, it's a broad church. So mental rest, I'd say this is like focusing your mind on your present environment in a way that's restorative. So mindfulness, be in the moment. Social rest is spending time with friends and family, nourishing people. Uh, and obviously in the current times, um, that could be on Zoom, because you're not really gonna get together <laughs> in a room and start hugging, are you? Um, spiritual rest is connecting to things that are bigger than you in the world. So nature, getting out in nature, shifting your mindset, again, being present, but I think nature is a big thing. Uh, journaling, reading, that is spiritual rest. And then physical rest is caring for your phys physiological needs. So, but I think a lot of it is sleep, but that all leads into um, what you put in your body as well. So nutrition, hydration. Uh, the SHED method, which is another book I read, which stands for um, sleep, hydration, exercise, and diet. Well, so, you're going to make me feel bad about my diet, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So you ask, what do I define as rest? Well, it's, it's a very wide spectrum, but I think all of those four pillars stand. Yes, because when I was starting to do preparation for the podcast yesterday, I sent you an urgent text of, wait, did you mean sleep or did you mean vacation? I'm confused <laughs> because when I was Googling it, I kept getting different things. So you're putting it all under one umbrella. Yes, yes. And I, Is that and what I, broad church means? Yes, it does. It's a broad church. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, obviously men, all four of those come under take a holiday, take a break, right? Because if you, if you get out of your normal routine, if you get out of your normal environment, um, if you stop looking at a screen, you're going to have mental so and go away with somebody you like and sleep more and just sit on a sunbed and relax, then you're going to have all four of those. So taking a holiday or a vacation, as you would say, is like all four of those is a slam dunk. 
Yes, yes, I would love to be able to sit on a beach right now yeah. in the Staring Ocean and not do a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, you know, um, when I went away, uh, when I went on, we went on our break to Devon, that was really good because it was actually, it wasn't the holiday that I'd planned, but it was out of my uh, normal routine, it was out of my normal environment, and so that was great to be able to do that. And I really did feel like I had a holiday when I came back. Um, I hadn't looked at my laptop or my phone or anything but obviously it's very difficult to do that uh, this year especially and probably into next year as well who knows when things are going to get back to normal um, and because as well it's it's difficult too because working from home uh, you know us two work from home anyway but a lot of people most people work from home now so the barriers between work and home have dissolved technology is ever present and it's in your pocket you can't get away your attention is fractured so taking a break and doing nothing is very hard especially when you can't escape your environment and but anyway it's very alien it's alien to us I read something this week that really really um did resonate with me because they were talking about this and they're saying that it's still important it's super important to do it um and you have to remember that not all your hours have to be monetized yes that is a statement yes, isn't it I think that's hard, especially for um, people who, like us, were, I mean, if you go to a salary job, even when you're on holiday, more than likely you're still getting paid, but when um, when you are, uh, what are we? Um, <laughs> what the fuck are we? I don't know. What are we? <laughs> I mean, that's an, when you're self-employed. Is that when an existential question? <laughs> when you're self-employed. Um, it's harder to give yourself permission not to work because it does, it can impact your bottom dollar, but it also is extremely important too, because, um, what's, there's the relationship between like sleep and stress and rest and, uh, stress. It can impact you very negatively or, um, you can make yourself ill, you can make yourself overworked, you can give yourself a breakdown. So you have to be kind to yourself and you have to learn how to do that balance. I remember when I was had some business coaching a couple of years ago and one of the things that my coach said to me was the best present you can give future Claire is to is to um what was the thing he said to me I can't remember now <laughs> <laughs> I know what he said <laughs> he said gift your future self a good night's sleep and then the next day you'll work well and I know that you wanted to go into the, the importance of sleep, right? Well, yeah. Um, when I started looking into us, I looked at sleep because for me, I am a lifelong insomniac. It has been a huge, well, not lifelong. I think it kicked in when I was in high school. So I was in my late teens when it started. And stress really, really fucks <laughs> with my, um, my sleep problems. And I don't know if anyone's noticed, but this has been a really stressful year. And by the way, has it not seemed like five years? Yeah. Like you were talking earlier before we got on this call, you were talking about um, when I was there, and I was like, "When was I there?" That seems so long ago. So, you you were in London this year. I know. <laughs> it was only like six months ago. <laughs> I did I did something on Twitter uh, today that made me laugh. It said something like, "Congratulations, you've reached level eleven of 2020." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit hope it's just 12 levels this year <laughs> <laughs> can't promise 
So I really focus on sleep. That's one of the things, even though the last couple weeks where I was supposed to be taking time off, I mean, I didn't work the whole time. I did take time off, but I was really focusing more on getting the sleep I needed. I've been even more, I've always had like a sleep routine at night to help me go to sleep. And I've been even more diligent about it. I've been um, making sure that I'm eating dinner at the right time. I am getting a little exercise before I go to sleep. I'm listening to um, like meditation music while I'm sleeping. I have my little, my little like night light that burns um, some wax stuff um, to help <laughs> soothe me. Okay. I, I couldn't think of the right word. Is it a candle? <laughs> no, it's like um, it's wax melts. Oh, wax melt. Yeah, yeah. So I put it. Yeah, so I put it on top of my like my little night light thing. And like I do all of these things every single night and I do them in the same pattern. So when I do go to sleep, I can actually fall asleep. And it's it's been helping in it. But the reason you need sleep is because like, I mean, the power of sleep, it affects your immune system. It affects your ability to focus. It affects your creativity. It affects um, your appetite. I mean, every aspect of your life, of your daily life is impacted by how you sleep and so when your life coach was telling you that he was basically telling you that if you don't get sleep everything else is going to fall to the wayside it's true it's the biggest superpower you can get um, and I never ever had a problem sleeping uh, up until probably about like eight or nine years ago and then I started I had quite a stressful job and uh, then I suddenly stopped sleeping as well and I've never quite regained the superpower that I used to have however um, I am it is much better and I did find uh, meditation really did help uh, with my sleep when I was doing it a couple of years ago no one's ever gonna have perfect sleep that's the thing to take away however you can try uh, doing all the things that you said um, is a really good thing having a sleep routine is very and unwinding um, and switching off your digital devices and all that shizzle is, is a really good thing to do uh, but you know every week you know, if I can get like five good nights of sleep in a week, then I'm, I'm I call that winning. I, I aim for seven. <laughs> I mean, we all can aim really, for seven. <laughs> I aim for seven, and um, lately, surprisingly enough, considering I was freaking out earlier about everything that's going on and the world is falling apart, I'm not gonna lie. I have been maintaining my sleep routine, and I have been doing quite well almost every night. So. Maybe it helps because I've been working on this since I was like 19, 18, 19 years old, that I just have such a pattern that I can still kind of function maybe. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just overwhelmed by the world falling apart and I'm just passing out. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know secret. <laughs> Any or all of those could be true. What do you think? <laughs> Write in and tell TV. The top, this topic actually came to me right because my old business coach, uh, a guy called Patrick, uh, he was very helpful to me. Um, he still sent, I'm still on his mailing list, so he sends me a Monday mail. And this was one of his topics. And I thought that would be a good topic to cover on the podcast. And one of the things um, he pointed out is a, a book called Rest by a guy called Alex Sujung Kim Pang. And Alex, I've got a quote here from from the book. I've actually just ordered the book. Uh, so <laughs> I'll be able to tell you loads more about it once I've read it. Uh, and as TB asked me earlier, is reading a book on rest going to be restful? I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it would be super restful. <laughs> How but, do you stay awake? Yeah. <laughs> but he <laughs> says, um, the power of remem remembering to rest, rewind and recover is very important. 
Working too hard isn't bad. It's insufficient recovery that leaves you feeling burnt out and depleted. Work and rest aren't polar opposites like good and evil. You can't talk about rest without talking about work. Writing about one is like writing a romance, but only naming one of the lovers. Rest is not work's adversary. Rest is work's partner. They complement and complete each other. It's romantic, isn't it, this writing? I'm looking forward to the yeah. book. Um, you can't have the highs without the lows. You can't have the crest without the trough. Neither can exist without the other. Um, and like you said, in order to do the work that you want, you need to rest. And the right kinds of rest restores every energy while allowing your muse, the mysterious part of your body that helps drive creativity, to keep going. And this is really important for us to allow your mind to empty to the space to think and to allow the time to breathe. So... Um, it's really like you can't overstate the importance of rest absolutely you gotta also have the importance of almost like how do i want to say this uh, i was reading an article i think it was uh, who does who, who's the ally person Orna Ross. she's yes thank you i was like she's irish that's all i can remember she, i read a little article that she wrote and she was saying how this woman had been challenged that she was at a writing convention and she'd been challenged um, to write a poem, she was a poet, to write a poem in 30 minutes and present it to the group. And um, the poet left the stage with her uh, mission, and she was like, I wish I had time, I wish I had a mop, I wish I could mop something. And I do this a lot too, I don't mop, but I do this a lot too when I need to either figure out a plot point or something where I can't, I'll go for a really long walk, and when you let your mind just kind of empty that way, a lot of times the creativity can flow. So if you're trying to sit at your laptop and force a situation into your plot story, your plot story, that's that sounds really terrible. <laughs> What's a plot story? I love it. I love your plot stories. <laughs> but when you're trying to force the issue while working, it doesn't help. But if you can empty your brain, actually, you allow the creativity to come in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's very true. And I think, you know, like I was saying, um, my spiritual rest, uh, you know, one of the four pillars, connecting to nature, that is my walking every day. Like most days, unless it's really pissing down, I will go out for a walk on the river. Um, and I do the same Instagram stories every time I do it. People are like, some of my friends have actually asked me, do you just keep those to post? Like when and I'm like, no, 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 I actually do go. <laughs> um, but, you know, just being out and walking by water or even walking in a park walking in nature is very restorative and um you know and getting the mental rest as well just putting your phone down don't always be staring at a screen um you know it's, sleep is important uh, but it's and it's probably your biggest superpower but it is one element um and don't forget social rest as i said spending time with friends it's very easy to be to, for that not to happen at the moment and especially if you're on a zoom call all day for work or something you're like oh my god i've got to do another zoom call later but you know they're normally a bit more fun when they're with your mates and you know you, you might be able to have a glass of wine when you're on it eh hey eh? are you are you still doing trivia nights with all your friends and family um we haven't done no i think everybody's zoomed out now yeah that hasn't been a feature although but we did get together i did on saturday we had a Zoom call with six of our friends. So we did have a, a social gathering on Saturday night. And I, some other mates of mine, they're, st they're still doing cocktail parties every other week. And I have just uh, booked in my first Zoom Christmas party with some friends. <laughs> because that is 2020, everyone. <laughs>
but you know all these things are really important so don't forget that not every hour has to be monetized that that sentence really did strike home with me yeah yeah i mean i'm trying every day to stop work between 4 30 and 5 I like to go to my couch because that's as exciting as my life gets these days. I'll read a book, I'll chat with, you know, significant other, you know, that one person. <laughs> and then um, we watch telly and then we settle in for dinner and then, and then I start my whole nighttime routine <laughs> of turning on the, I'm really digging my new new age meditation music. <laughs> that's a new one. Cause I, for a long time I was listening to, um, I love rain and I love thunderstorms for a long time. My, my, um, Sleep music was thunderstorms, but now it's new age. I've reached that point in life where I'm that annoying. I'm a new age meditation listener. Well done. I look forward to seeing a gong in the background uh, sometime soon. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So don't forget that work and play go hand in hand. Uh, You can't have one without the other. If you don't rest, you won't be able to work well and vice versa. So do both well and you can reap the rewards, everyone. You can, you can read around uh, all these subjects and we will include um, the links to the rest book and the shed method book uh, in the podcast notes. So do write in and um, let us know. Comment on the website, uh, write into lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram me and let us know what you think. Uh, are you fitting in enough rest? Uh, do you have the capacity uh, to do it? Are you finding it hard? Uh, in 2020 because it is difficult to separate work and home right now. I would also like to know how many people call it a robe and how many people call it a dressing gown. (laughs) Well, I think it will be the Americans versus the Brits. There you go. And join us um, next week when we haven't decided what we're we're talking about. So it's going to be a surprise topic, everyone. Are you you excited? Is it going to be a surprise to me as well? Like, am I going to show up and be like, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, okay. But you can guarantee TB will be here in her PJs. All right, until then, um, stay safe, keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Listen in every week for more conversations on writing and lesbian fiction. And you can make sure you never miss an episode by signing up to our newsletter at lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more people to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.